1: Hey, everybody, an all-new edition of Craftroot Root Sports starting up here in just a minute. This week, uh, some, some tough news today. Road Warrior Animal passing away uh, one half of the amazing tag team uh, duo from, from WWE days. So this week, we are rating our beers on the WWE, or I guess just wrestling tag team scale. Excuse you, sir. Uh, the WWF yes.
2: days right. is when they yeah. were around.
1: That's Get it that's correct. Fair. You're right. You're right. I, I stand corrected. Uh, so we are rating this week's beers on the uh, the tag team uh, ratings from the Spirit Squad all the way up to Legion of Doom slash Road Warriors, however you want to refer to them.
2: Uh, Scott, we'll go to you first. What are you drinking this week? I am drinking Gunner's Daughter Milk Stout from Mass Landing Brewing Company. It is a peanut butter and chocolate and boom, I'll stop right there because that's all you need to know. <laughs> it's stout season, baby, because it's always stout season. It's coming in at 5.5%, though, so that's the only. Difference. That's a light stout. That's kind of. Yeah, that's kind of light. What do you? Where you got this on the tag team scale? Um, I'm not a fan of your scale. I don't have the the, the boys up there at the top, so I'm going to rate this on my own scale. I'm going attitude era style. So I'm going to say this is the Rock and Sock Connection. A little strange pairing at the beginning. Um, not sure that uh, the 5.5 is going to uh, do it for me, but I do like the flavor. So there's a lot to work with here. So we'll see how it holds up. I dig
1: that. Uh, I dig that reference too, to the Rock and Sock Connection. Drew, what are you drinking tonight?
3: Uh, tonight, I am rocking Keep It from Anchorage Brewing Company. Uh, it's an Indiana... Indiana. No, Jesus Christ. I thought you I've been drinking. It's an India Pale Ale DDH. Uh, also on the lighter side at 6.4%, but uh, it's it's quality. It's good. Uh, fun fact, this is actually the first beer I got shipped in to me by the company that will not be named, which seems unfair to them, but it is what it is. Um, it's good. It's It's a solid beer. It gets the job done. On the scale of the tag team people that do the wrestling, uh, well, because this piece of shit bleacher report won't load, so I can steal something from that. Uh, how about we'll call it? Oh, Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit. I know those names. We'll call it that.
1: Dynamite, Drew, dynamite. Uh, This week, I am drinking... I do that wrestling. I am drinking Bases Loaded uh, from Jagged Jagged Mountain Brewing in uh, Colorado. This is another light one. We got light brews all around this week. Uh, This is a Kolsch-style... Coming in at like 5% ABV. Uh, I would put this one maybe at like the Heart Foundation, like Bretton and Owen. That's where I'm at right now. It's It's got some decent flavor, but uh, eh, we'll see how this one holds up. I'm not too sure. <laughs> but uh, a couple of bitches at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Be sure to comment below. Let us know what you are drinking tonight and rate it on the wrestling tag team scale from the Spirit Squad all the way up to Legion of Doom. A new edition of Craft Root Sports starting up right now. It is Wednesday night. That means it's time to crack a brew and hang out with us here at Craft Brewed Sports. Tons of stuff on. I know there's tons of sports going on right now. Stanley Cup games are on. Uh, You got Eastern Conference Finals. The Reds playing meaningful baseball right now. So we appreciate you guys tuning in to us and hanging out with us. Put whatever you're watching on mute. Crank the volume on us. This is Craft Brew Sports, home of the drunkest sports takes and for the first time ever presented by Belly Up Sports. Shout out to Belly Up Sports uh, and the podcast network there. They have welcomed us with open arms. We are happy to do our debut episode with them. I am Mike with me as always is Scott. Scott, how you feeling tonight, man? Feeling great. Feeling good. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. Uh, Drew also hanging out with us. Drew, how you feeling, man? I'm feeling like I need to get my hands on this 903
3: Brewing's Black Is Beautiful that Robert Taylor was drinking on last night. That sounds amazing. Dude, I've Black seen is,
2: more than a few people with that on the Facebooks. Black Is I miss, Beautiful I miss, is a my
1: uh, my 903s, man. I need to get my
3: hands on some of that. So they I do need them make out there in Texas. Shout out
1: 903 makes some fantastic stuff. Uh, and Black Is Beautiful, they actually that's a uh, one of those things where a bunch of breweries did the same recipe. So you yeah. can find different variants of black is beautiful. Uh, so yeah, that's a that's definitely one you need to find. Uh, also, Robert Taylor saying, uh, "What's the tag team that he's calling out here?"
2: I think it's the one that Drew was stumbling. Oh, to he find said the Dudley uh, Boys. Benoit. No, no, uh, I thought yeah. he said Chris Benoit and uh, Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I also- know those names. <laughs> We got an awesome show coming up
1: for you tonight. Some very good on-deck stories. Uh, Scott, clearly in Jordan mode, as always. Uh, we're going to do I that hockey. In
2: Jordan mode. We're
1: running low on doing that hockey,
2: man. I'm, I'm dreading the day that we're going to be out of doing that hockey. Uh, I so, am very disappointed. I'm hoping they're not yeah. like the NBA. The NBA said they might not be back till after the start of the new year. I'm hoping. Dude, I'm- no, no, no.
3: Uh, actually, Scott, you may be a little bit disappointed there because I heard, uh, what's his name? Uh, Batman coming out saying they're targeting like a December, January return. Mm. Um, now, 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 don't, now, don't worry. Don't get too upset because that's like when the regular season returns. And usually I want to say it's like a two to three week window prior to that, uh, that they would start preseason. So at least you'd get some preseason hockey to chat about.
2: That's fine. As long as the news cycle keeps on going, I, I need my hockey. It was too <laughs> as long, long as you to get matter. to do that
1: hockey. That's all that matters. We're also right. going to do. That's the key. We're going to do fire dumpster fire tonight. It's been a while since we've done some fire dumpster fire, so we're going to break that out again. And uh, our pick Scott is on. The leaderboard. He finally got a W. Scott gets a win, so we're going to do that uh, a little bit later on as well. Before we get to all of that, though, let's give a shout-out to our sponsors. First up, we want to thank Beer Drop. Listen, everybody, if you want award-winning craft beer delivered directly to your door, head on over to Beer Drop. They can hook you up. Listen... Servings come at under $4 a serving. Our friends at Beer Drop have it all. Fill up your profile, uh, sign up for one of their monthly plans, and they will curate a box of fresh award-winning craft beer that will be sent directly to your door. You can swap out your beers, add more, or even skip a month. And if you don't like commitment, you can still go and order delicious beers to be delivered right to you, all for $5 flat shipping. All you got to do is go to craftbroodsports.com slash beer drop. That's craftbroodsports.com slash beer drop. Get that $5 free shipping. Also, Fellas, I did that. Uh, I got my beer drop order in for uh, for this month. Swapped out two for two new pumpkin beers. Cannot wait. I can't wait. Two pumpkin beers that I never would have had before in my life, and uh, I get to do them now thanks to beer drop. So head, head on over craftbrewsports.com slash beer drop. Five dollars flat shipping. Uh, Drew. I think we're going to go to you first, man, for, uh, uh, for on deck tonight. Uh, I feel like you, you're the guy that should lead us off. So, Drew, when you are ready, sir, you're on deck.
3: Charge. <laughs> All right ladies and gentlemen, today, and you just could not make this shit up unless you know anything about the American South in which case this totally makes sense, uh, this story is come I guess technically it's coming to us from Utah, but let's just be honest, these are Florida men here. Uh, there was an article published earlier this week where um, you know how the judicial system in our country is so fine and well tuned that it, it, it's a well-oiled machine. They convicted two gentlemen of a felony. Because of what they did in a bass fishing tournament. (laughs) Yeah. Just let that sink in for a half second here. Two men in Utah got convicted of a felony because of what they did in a bass fishing tournament. Now, Look, I understand your mind jumps to this is probably somewhat not legit per se, but I can understand how we'd end up here because, you know, bass fishing is intense. It is a pro sport. There is lots and lots of money to be won here. So, you know, if someone slights you, someone says something about your mama, someone breaks your lure, I could see someone snapping off and drowning a fool. Well, Not quite the case, because uh, let's see here. For one, none of that happened where there was no bodily harm to any humans. Uh, For two, the grand prize at this tournament was (laughs) $2,500. That's right, (laughs) $2,500. Last I checked, I'm pretty sure that's about what you make in a month from unemployment. Not sure, but just throwing that out there that like these dudes who are probably already collecting that check, because let's face it, they're bass fishermen. That was what they decided to go ahead and cheat over because what they really got caught for was bringing store-bought fish, dropping them into this lake, and then going and retrieving them later to be able to win this POS (laughs) bass fishing tournament in Utah. But don't wait, folks. It gets better. The reason they saw fit, the attorney general of the state of Utah saw fit to bring felony charges against these fine gentlemen was once they started to look in and do an investigation. Yes, they did an investigation. They spent government resources and time investigating these morons fishing. They found in three of the last five tournaments they'd been in, there was very similar suspicious activity going on. where the bass were showing up and their fins were red an indication of stress might you know um their heads were smaller than they should be for the size of their body indicating that their diet was slightly different than what would be expected within that lake whatever you're right we spent way too much time on this shit already but this fine country of ours is wasting fucking time accusing convicting and sentencing individuals to felonies for cheating at bass fishing tournaments
1: Listen, as somebody who cheated a lot in high school golf,
2: I respect their hustle. I get it. I understand why you would do that. but I mean, why wouldn't you? Right. I used to cheat at those (laughs) fishing video games back in the day. They were fun to play, (laughs) but man, the computer was on some shit, so I used to have to sit there and, you know cheat my way to the victor
3: i just but can you imagine the amount of time and effort you put in not only to fishing in a bass fishing tournament
1: but then going ahead and cheating at this Dude, shit? that's a- i mean christ's sake just fucking buy a filet at, at long john silvers and call it a day guys do you watch any of the college fishing like, did you know that was a thing? No. I was just going to say, since when was college fishing a thing? College fishing is an actual NCAA-type sport. I don't know if it's NCAA. It might be club sport. But there's, like, actual college fishing that goes on. And now I wanted, like, an investigation into college fishing uh, and, and see what teams are cheating. Because you know damn well Alabama's cheating in college fishing. Like, those, those dudes are 100% cheating to win the, the Bass Regional in the SEC.
2: See, I, I feel like there's nothing else to do in the backwoods of Alabama, so they're actually really good at it, like, just
3: <laughs> well, naturally. But see, no, the, the problem with that, Scott, though, is my question was going to be, like, how much moonshine are you allowed to consume during a sanctioned tournament?
2: That's you a know, good point. Like, what, right, yeah, so the, without the moonshine, they're just average Joes. They can't, exactly. have, the, <laughs> can't have their uh, enhancing supplement. Right. That's a very and good you point. you get
3: that moonshine and you, you come one with nature and you can find where the bass are biting.
1: Also, I just want to give a shout out to Greg from uh, Sports Dance who had the line of the, the night there in the comments, early running line of the night, who said, I'm not going to lie. I'm hooked on this story. Well played, Greg. Uh, that was, that oh was very <laughs> – <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: He gets He gets it. I, I, I- I'm I'm hoping that the uh, you get this
3: show the
2: the man that snuck into the uh, Red Sox Yankees game and started throwing trash on the field was Greg because that dude <laughs> is my hero for going into that stadium sneaking in and throwing trash onto the field and the announcers were having a fit like how
0: did he get in here dude like, they
2: were this dude so mad great.
1: he is great uh, Scott since you got the ball why don't you uh, why don't you take over here you are on deck my friend.
2: it has been a while but the goat the only one that has ever or will ever mattered is back in the news one of the stories not so great oh tom brady's over sitting there throwing (laughs) ducks down at tampa nobody cares about tom brady unless he's licking butthole nobody cares anyway MJ back in the news because he is now the proud owner of his own NASCAR team. That's right. He and Denny Hamlin have teamed up to form a NASCAR team, and there's only one person in all NASCAR that can be the driver for him, and that is Bubba Wallace. That's right. Bubba Wallace now actually has a real team behind him. Dude no longer has to use the crappy gear that he's been dealing with for years, struggling to get sponsorships. He's made a lot of money over the last few months, obviously, with the whole – Social political movement that happened, so uh, he, he's got that going for him, but he, he's always kind of struggled to uh, get sponsorships for <clears throat> obvious reasons in, in the sport of NASCAR. Sport, I use the term lightly. But either way, MJ delving into, this isn't the first time, and if you're a MJ fan like me, you know he's always had a love for racing. He's always had a love for anything that he can gamble on, so racing, of course, is something that he is a fan of. But uh, even his some of his Air Jordans were inspired by uh, different car types and whatnot, and he had, a, uh, I believe, a Formula One car back in the day. Oh, my God. I think he got out of that. But either way, MJ now part of the NASCAR circuit, and he did mention that he was trying to uh, bring, you know, more black viewers into the sport. He says he's been a fan. Now you want to talk about some backwoods stuff because he's from North Carolina. He says he's been a NASCAR fan his entire life. And apparently he's also been seen at various NASCAR races over the years. Never heard of that until this story came out, but now he's part owner. So there you go. Um, so do do yeah, you think hard. he's gonna what what's it gonna be? What's
1: the slight that Jordan takes uh, to heart and then uses to just
2: dominate NASCAR? Like what's it gonna be that he takes personally? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it doesn't take much. But the, the only thing I wonder is which which MJ are we getting? Are we getting a basketball player MJ or basketball owner MJ? Mm, which good case, call. If I'm if I'm Bubba Wallace, I'm a little nervous. Because yeah, basketball owner MJ. I ain't gonna lie, I can't sugarcoat it. He's very far away from being the goat in that department, like very far away. Uh, The Hornets have been mostly terrible during his ownership.
3: I just, I just want to know, like, what does it take to be a NASCAR team owner? Like, do you got to do a thing, or can you just? Money, yeah, just you just gotta have money. we're racing this weekend, y'all. You just gotta have money and
1: be like, hey man, I'm gonna pay you to drive, and they're gonna be like, cool, all right. How much money you got?
2: as long as you got enough money, they don't care. Um, but I would like to see his first move as owner after, you know, obviously getting bubble walls to be his driver is to make <laughs> Kwame Brown, his, uh, head pit guy. Cause that was his first ever draft pick back when he was GM of the wizards and, Ugh, that was yeah. awful but i would be like hey kwame you sucked badly as a basketball player so why don't you come here Ooh. and uh, run this Ed, pit for me
1: and from part of the punctuation said I saw that. are
2: we getting race jam the movie <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm here for it i'm here for race
0: jam
3: uh, shoot i'd watch that i mean that's better than a lot of crap they put on abc these days i mean I,
2: oh, i'm man. already saying it it would be better than space jam too. Which, wow way,
1: why
3: wow. are they singing the friggin' Canadian National Anthem at this playoffs when there ain't no damn Canadian team in the finals? Aren't
1: they in Canada? Who the hell cares? The, the <laughs> Canadians that are there making this all happen so that you can enjoy it?
3: They were going to play hockey anyways, whether there was an NHL Stanley Cup Finals up there or not. I mean, come on. What the hell is this Canada doing during quarantine?
1: Canada, Canada doing? What's this Canada, Canada
3: doing? doing? What is Canada doing?
2: <laughs> They're not Canada-doning. I know that about.
3: We do have a Steve Sampko sighting, by the way.
2: Anyway, the other part of the MJ news is not so great because he's been accused of cheating, which is blasphemous. There's no way that Jordan would cheat at anything. He doesn't mm-hmm. have his mm-hmm. wife. Mm-hmm. That was a good one, Drew. Damn. I got nothing for that, that was, Yeah, that was yeah. cold <laughs> blooded. Wa- wa- cold Juanita blooded would quick. beg to differ, I guess Getting a, little, getting a little hot in here, but uh, either way, this week, Justin Thomas was out in the foursome with Tiger Woods, and they were out there golfing, and this motherfucker had the nerve to talk shit about a shot that Tiger hit, saying, ah, you know, at least MJ ain't out here, you know, we'd find him kicking it back on the green, or back on the fairway, <laughs> and Tiger was like, ha ha, yeah, love it. Playin', which, playing Jordan Tiger, rules.
0: Yeah. Hey, Jordan, well, yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, the the only rules we should live by are Jordan rules, but Tiger man, I, I'm I'm mostly mad at you. All that time that Jordan was there for you when you were down, and this is how you repay him. <laughs> well, man, and am I signing that shit.
3: Scott, you said some pre-show. You are like, man, you know Tiger got a call after that round from Jordan. Go, man, come on, why don't you got my back right there? There's no and doubt. Like, you could you could hear it in Tiger's voice when your he, he goes, "Oh, I'm gonna get burnt for
2: this." <laughs> and he <it> was <laughs> like. He's like, see, that's why I don't like when they have us mic'd up. I <laughs> know. You never yeah, know what too. I'm going to say.
3: JT knew exactly what he was doing, too, that little asshole. Dude, that course, though. Trying to make though, a name for himself.
1: Right? I know people don't like when I talk golf, but, man, that course is beautiful. That was a Tiger Woods design course. Uh, I mean, man. guys,
2: <sighs> we've already talked fishing golf, and NASCAR. We might as well shut it down. It doesn't Shout out to
1: Belly Up Sports for the podcast sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, you didn't right? know what you were signing up for, Belly Up. Sorry, fellas. Hey, Mike, real quick,
3: check that inbox. Make sure there ain't nothing in there we do you not know, know about.
2: <laughs> they, they, pulled, they pulled our... Yeah, uh, is gone. Shortest partnership ever. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alright, well, I'll save it, fellas. I'll save it. We'll talk a little college football uh, really for sure my portion. Like uh, yeah, I got, I got college football news for you here while I'm on deck there's a, a time-honored a time-honored tradition in college football uh, at least in the beginning of the season where powerhouse teams just beat the snot out of teams that don't deserve to be on the same field they get their their cupcakes in they pay him a couple million dollars they beat the shit out of them like it's a scrimmage and then they send them on their way everybody's happy because the smaller schools make a ton of money the bigger schools get to get some reps for the guys late on the bench and it's all good for everybody uh Austin P this year has been the team and I I thought it was funny because I've seen Austin P like every week and I don't ever remember seeing Austin P that much when it comes to college football but they were like Everywhere this deep into this, it were three weeks into the season, and I'm still seeing Austin P games coming up. Uh, This most recent game, Austin P played Cincinnati. They got beat 55 to 20. So just another absolute ass kicking that they took. Collectively, they've played Central Arkansas, Pittsburgh, and Cincinnati, and they've lost by a total of 134 to 37. Just absolutely destroyed in every game they play Uh, after the Cincinnati game though this is where the story gets good Austin P tweeted out ball game gotta love the fight see y'all next spring that was it they're done (laughs) their season's over Oh well, yeah, because if they if they cancel their season now, they're still pro- uh, probably posting a huge profit. Well, the you know, like, F- we got paid to get our ass kicked three times and shut it. Yes, down. FCS is looking to play a spring season. So well, Austin true. P. Yeah, Austin P. filled in like Pitt was supposed to play Miami of Ohio, but that obviously got canceled when the MAC canceled theirs. So they were scrambling to find somebody. So Austin P. was just like, "Look, we'll take whoever. Like you got you got an open week at the early part of the season. We'll play you, give us our payday, and then we're bouncing and we're done." They took three. After Whoopings, went home and now they're just going to shut it down until spring football. It's my new favorite team. That's such Murks a. Mercs
2: on a yeah. mission. I need to get some Austin P gear ASAP. I love this. And it, like when you think about the logistics of it,
1: like Ohio State announced that they're running at a huge deficit this year because of the, the loss in revenue that they have, uh, not being able to have fans in attendance and then missing out on March Madness last year. Like there's so much money that's being lost by colleges and universities that what a great idea on Austin. Peace. I'd just be like, "Yep, we'll take a couple mil. We'll get our asses kicked, and then we're just gonna shut it down until the spring." So Amazing.
3: I, I, I looked it up because I was about to go with the whole, "Well, yeah, because, You know those those kids are probably excited to go on these trips because they, they were in cities where like you know the women had more than four teeth and that whole situation. It's
2: COVID. Would that
3: matter? Nope. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> are you kidding <laughs> me? Your college students <laughs> <laughs> would it matter? Like, why else are there positive tests on Notre Dame's football team right now? It's a good point. A party? It's a good point. Um, but I looked it up. Probably awesome got it from Pete. Brian Kelly. Oh, God, we can only hope. Um, but they have a graduation rate of 39 percent, an acceptance rate of 94 percent, and it it does cost thirteen thousand dollars a year after uh, financial aid to go there. And it is in beautiful Clarksville, Tennessee.
1: Oh, there you go. Okay, well, yeah. good good for Austin P. I just you know, love. Yeah. Uh, John. All I'm saying is that's got party school written <laughs> all over it. John, coming in, W-A-P, the WAP. It stands for Whooped Austin B. <laughs> <laughs> well done, John. Uh, this has been On Deck. Wait a minute. What is that trying to do? Slide some
3: bullcrap UC beats Xavier nonsense.
1: I ignored like, that son, comment. I ignored that here. comment. I was, just, I was like, sorry, I, I should have question. too. I'm not... I can't yeah, help it, guys. you guys. I'm not the bigger man. I'm the petty bait. You did take the bait. Uh, and, of course, John chiming do? in. It's not my fault. I've been fishing all week, man. John chiming in. He said the governors. He knew Austin Peay's mascot. John is amazing. He is ama- He's like Rain That's Man right. when it comes to college. We uh, need to bring that segment back. We do need to bring that back. All right, everybody. Uh, this has been On Deck brought to you by Beer Drop. Again, $5 flat shipping. All you got to do is go to craftrootsports.com slash Sign up today. Sell out. All right, I fellas. I cannot
3: wait to sign up next month because I've been on a little bit of a timeout since, you know, rules <laughs> changed and stuff. And so I was told to just chill for a month. And oh my God, boys, it's bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, since you, you ordered know. everything, man. Yeah. <laughs> <available. laughs> you did
1: have, you had a, a bit of a problem, Drew. I'm not going to lie. It was, it was a situation, was, yeah. It was sure. a very I big know. problem. Uh, also, yeah. pro tip if you're going to sign up for beer drop, do it at the end of a month because they will fulfill your first beer drop like right away, and then the next one isn't until the end of the next month, so you got to time it right. To sign up towards the end of the month. Uh, Alright. I mean, bro, there's a corner of
3: my basement right now filled with brown boxes that I haven't even cracked open, so I don't think it's really a problem yet, but that's, you know who that's the great ha- advice.
2: The happiest man knows is your UPS driver. Yeah.
3: Like, Thank God. UPS. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, you think they used UPS? Now That, Child, that other was company
2: they?
1: used a... They
3: <laughs> yeah, rented a budget was. truck.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they oh, didn't. man, it used to show up at UPS at the job.
3: Oh, yeah. Not, not <laughs> they've here. Had a, they've had to cut some costs since
1: then, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. It is time for everybody's favorite segment. Scott.
0: saying hockey.
1: Let's do that hockey. Let's do that hockey, Scott. Uh, we're getting near the end uh, here of the season. We're Ooh. at game three of the Stanley Cup happening right now. Uh, so what do you got for us from the bubble?
2: Man, I'm, I'm so mad that I was right about this finals matchup. Stupid stars Uh, lightning tried to come out and lightning it up in game one. And I thought, oh, man, here we go. This, this is exactly what's going to happen. Lightning are going to realize, oh, wait, that's right. We choke. That's what we do because I got blasted four to one. Uh, but then they came back and tied things up. And so everybody could chill out. Mostly me. Because uh, I'm really hoping that Tampa Bay can pull off this whole thing and send the Stars home. Because I'm so mad that they ran through the Western Conference and and took out the two teams that I wanted to get there.
3: Yeah, no. <laughs> Sorry, I've tried to come around, Scott, but like over the weekend and stuff, man. Tampa can just suck a fat one. Like I just, oh,
2: it's it's a means to an end, man. Damn it. It's. It's, it's really the, it's kind of like a Red Sox Yankees thing. I don't really, uh, I don't really want Tampa Bay to win, but I'd rather have them news. win rather than Dallas.
3: Goal Tampa, Kucherov on a breakaway, terrible turnover in the neutral zone. So Tampa now up 1 nothing. Cooch. Uh, with, yeah, with just about 14 and a half minutes left to go in the first here. Ah, oh, this fucking idiot. Why are you, puck- <laughs> whatever. Why are you stick handling
2: on the half wall, like Drew?
1: That? Drew, you seem uh, like extra irritated about the Stanley Cup at this point. Like, why are Man, you so? I'm mad? glad that
2: Tampa Bay is up. I don't, I don't see why we're upset.
1: <laughs> yeah, why are you so mad about this, Drew? Like, what is? What's the well, beef that so, you've got? like,
2: I,
3: I used to love Tampa Bay back in the day with Marty St. Louis, and Saint Louis? then they. S- <laughs> right. Exactly. That, that guy whose name you mispronounced last week, and then. Our dumbass owners in Detroit decided to let Stevie Y go down to Tampa, turn that franchise around, and turn him into a perennial conference powerhouse, and just now finally brought him back home to fix our dog shit franchise. So ever since then, I hated Tampa with a vengeance, and it just grew and grew and grew. Kind of like the only reason I really have any problem with William Sweeney and Clemson is the fact they beat Notre Dame with that fucking hurricane, which is bullshit, because <laughs> the refs handed it to him. So... I will forever hate Tampa until there's someone else that like jumps up for me to be able to like spew my vitriol towards them.
1: I love the Drew tangents. Like we got a Notre Dame take in there, and a question about why do you oh, hate yeah. Tampa Bay? We got a Notre Dame take. It's amazing, Scott. This was a question uh, since you're the hockey expert on the show. This this came in from a, yeah, a fan thank of you, the show. Drew, sit down. Sorry, uh, my
3: apologies. I'll get back to fishing.
1: <laughs> since both teams in the Stanley <laughs> Cup final are quote unquote sunbelt Belt teams, uh, would you care to change your garbage take on teams? Teams that play in warm weather.
2: No, Tyson. I wouldn't uh, like to change my take. I still think that there shouldn't be nothing below the, the Mason Dixon line when it comes to hockey. Hockey is for cold weather cities. And that just proves that Colorado should have been there instead of Denver. Damn it. <laughs> oh, All right, no, I meant instead of instead of Dallas, instead of Dallas. See, Dallas has got me all worked up. Can't even. He's so furious. Right. He's seeing
3: red. He can't even figure it out,
1: man. Did you see Scott uh, the the ESPN article about the uh, the anonymous players who broke down what life in the bubble has really been like?
2: I, I did not see cause that. Because that's
1: been like kind of quiet. You've heard all kinds of stuff about the NBA bubble and about the WNBA bubble and what they were dealing with, but you haven't really heard too much from the NHL. And like these guys were like, yeah, we got totally duped on this. They sent out these booklets that were like, it's going to be awesome. We're going to have food trucks, and you're going to get excursions, and we're going to do pop-up shops, and you're going to be able to shop. And they were like, instead, we've got fences that feels like we're in prison, and then there's <laughs> no there's no shopping. They were like, we got to go golfing once, but it was only because Everybody on the team had to go or nobody went and it had to be at a specific time. So you had to get your entire team to agree to one specific time and then go golfing. They had like a field that they could go play in, I guess, like run around. Like it felt like (laughs) recess the way (laughs) these guys were were talking about. They did say, though, that uh, the one thing that I took away from the article that I was very pumped about, they said that there was uh, a bar in the one hotel that everybody would go drink at if they weren't playing the next day. Uh, and edible gummies were everywhere.
2: <laughs> so it wasn't all bad. I mean, if you're going to be trapped in Canada in a bowl, you might as well have it's, all the things you can eat, right?
1: right? exactly. Get some edible gummies going on. Uh, so See, I, I guess what I want to know, though, is how is any of that different from just being in Canada? Because they, well, that's a good point. Uh, they I mean, were like, with their families. Is there actually
3: stuff to do up there?
1: Sure, there's things to do in Canada. You've got the one and half of the loonies Niagara Falls. <laughs> the loon- that's true. Looney's <laughs> and
3: Tunies. They do have Tim Hortons. How many Tim Hortons were in the bubble?
1: Uh, probably 150 a- a at least. It, like, To uh, be
3: honest, man, Tim Hortons coffee is worth driving up north of the border. If they, Well, they won't let us in now, but before it was worth it
1: that's a that's a long way to go, uh Have you had
3: it, Tim Horton's coffee,
1: yeah, but it's still coffee j b saying you mean I get locked in a rink, only able to play cards, drink and play hockey with no kids in sight? Sign me up, yeah, yeah, and, that's, and that's and a- all
2: the gummies you can eat, let's not yeah. bury the oh, Horton it. part like. <laughs>
3: Another goal for
1: the piece of shit
3: lightning. Wow. Uh, it's Victory! God, you were feeling good. Holy shit, it was Steve Stamkos,
1: too. How about that? Wow, there you go. That's
3: Stevie. not a
2: name I've heard in a long time. Stevie, Stevie Stamkos. Do you remember the last time Steve Stamkos played, Scott? Mm, I do not, but it's one of those names that I'm like, I've heard that before. That's a, very oh, wow. That
3: is a name. This year.
1: Uh Scott, who would your con Smythe winner be between these two teams? If you could only pick up uh, somebody out of these two teams, who would you
2: pick? Mm. Well, since Mike Madano and Mar uh and Martin Saint Louis don't play anymore. Saint Louis? It's gonna be tough. Um eesh, sheesh, uh, I don't know. Whichever goalie stands on his head the most. <laughs> yeah, where did they check like a <laughs> pussy?
1: Uh, All right, Scott. uh, Barclay Goodrow, Blake Coleman, and Yanni Gord are logging some important minutes and showing great results on both ends of the ice. How important is that fourth line to Tampa
2: Bay's chances to win the Cup? Uh, I mean, anytime you have a fourth line that can outdo the other team's fourth line, you're in really good shape. I mean, that's one thing I know about hockey is that, you know, everybody has a great first line or, you know, teams that, that get this far have a great first line. And you know, pretty pretty standard have really good second and third lines. But if you can dish it out with the fourth line, psh, I mean, you've got an advantage over your team that, you know, shouldn't be able to get. That's why Tampa Bay was able to get as far as they did finally. Because they've been able to stack up all those lines, so it's damn important for them to be able to dominate on that fourth line. All four of those lines, Scott. Do you, do you think that the way that the
3: uh, the rest of the season and then the uh, the playoffs has played out, you know, cheapens Nikita Kucherov's record at all,
2: Coach? Um, you know, when it comes to records, uh, it, with everything that's going on, I, I want to throw them all out. I mean, all of these shortened seasons, I, I, I advocate that records should just be ignored whoa,
0: because whoa. everything's
2: been different than it's ever been. So mm, I'm just going to say that we're going to throw out all the records that may or may not have been set. Maybe, but can't, can't one
3: argue though it's, it's just as hard as it would have been in a regular playoffs or if no not worse. No. Wow, look at him where else have stance. they been?
2: Where else have they been uh, secluded with unlimited gummies during an NHL <laughs> season? You show me. You show so, me.
3: So what you're saying is by not having to deal with his wife, kids, and then he ate all those gummies, that it was actually easier for him to score all these points. I, you know, that's fair. That's a fair take.
2: Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Everything's been altered. I'm throwing out everything. So when the Lakers win it all, it doesn't count. A real man what can happens? go
3: home after home games and Hang on. ignore his family like anyone else. Hang on. But these guys... Hang on.
1: Scott, are you telling me that if the Braves win the World Series, you
2: are saying it doesn't count? Go back and check it. I have said since day one of this farcical season that this would be the year that the Braves finally won because it wouldn't count for shit. And everybody would point it out. I would not be able to live it down. I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've I got love- that World Series win after all this time. And it was in a year where they only played 60 games and COVID messed everything up. This will be the year they lock it down. Mark it. I'm telling I you. love you. that you and I have the same because I was like, this is the year that Notre
1: Dame is going to win the national championship and the Reds are going to win the World Series. Yeah. And people are going to be like. Doesn't count, and I'm going
2: to yeah. feel terrible. I don't
3: give a shit. Notre Dame wins the national championship. I'm streaking. <laughs> I I mean, that's, that's
2: fair too like i'm okay with whatever camp you're in but for me like from day one i've said god you know what the, these whole seasons maybe the nba slightly less because they had most of their season but any of these bastardized seasons and it's mostly just baseball because i guess nhl had a decent yeah time. they had they had most NHL of their season, right? had just
3: about as much as as basketball what that's it was.
2: what i'm saying they they had most of their season it, too, it only so got weird at the
1: end when they did that weird like all right you guys are playing for a chance to get in like yeah, was the I mean, that was the only like, weirdness
2: but no matter what all of them have this asterisk like all of them it'll be like oh yeah in 2020 this happened
1: even in the nfl you wouldn't count the super Bowl. you would put an asterisk on the super bowl
2: champion oh absolutely the niners are fucked so i'm putting an asterisk next to everything that happens this year
3: yeah jimmy g got a little season- banged
2: up Jimmy G, who didn't get banged up? I, I got a call the other day from a, from a San Francisco number, and I, um, I didn't answer it because I'm like, I don't want to take the beating. <laughs> who,
3: who, who didn't get banged up? Todd McVeigh's wife. I, just...
2: <laughs> Not by him, at least.
3: Uh, that's fair. That's fair. That's a good point. <laughs> wait, yeah, you're right.
2: Wait. Are you, did, did you, you mean Sean
1: McVeigh? <laughs> <He called laughs> yeah,
3: whatever. They
2: called him Todd
3: you know what i say by my statement neither one of their wives got banged
2: hold on drew ta- can you do that football
1: <laughs>
3: <fun>? <laughs> <laughs> oh you betcha let's ta- talk m- about my fantasy me. team because that's going real fucking well uh, yeah it's but your dude, fault for not I, drafting
2: burrow i have i have, have-
3: burrow that I have Barkley.
2: My season is over, just like the Niners. Oh yeah,
3: mine as well. I'm right there with you, bruv. It's it is what it is, though, right?
2: Oh, Sean,
3: <laughs>
1: Todd, Todd McVay. Oh, what a. <laughs>
3: You know the worst part is like when I was thinking that I was like this isn't right, but <laughs> no, but his last name's definitely McVeigh. Yeah, let's go with this. It wasn't it wasn't the first name that triggered me. It's like yeah, no, we're good.
2: <laughs> oh, it's amazing. It took me a second because I was like, did he? Yeah, say it, God? It, no. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it had to register in my head too. Like I wasn't exactly oh, yeah. sure what he had said. Uh, but back
2: to hockey. All talking. right, one last. I got I one last question
1: for you, Scott, uh, and then we'll I got wrap one up after that. Though. All right, like no, it. go ahead, Drew. Go ahead. Go ahead.
3: I need a minute to prep though.
1: Okay. I'll go then. <laughs> Fine. Uh, so listen, Scott with Tampa Bay already out to a, 2 two O lead tonight, uh, potentially looking at going up 2 one in the series. It seems like Dallas really needs their defensemen to be involved in the scoring to win the series. So do Miro? He's Jamie Olsiak, and John Klingberg have enough left in the tank to carry the stars to victory.
2: I hope not, but the fact that they've gotten them this far is a little upsetting. So, I mean, they definitely have enough to push it to the end, but I'm just hoping that Tampa Bay can can keep the pressure on like they have tonight and uh, carry it on out. Fair enough. Drew, Uh, hit the walk off here and do that hockey.
3: Well, I was going to say, so the uh, the University of Alaska is actually running a special on their, their sweaters right now through the 27th. And I was going to ask, should we go ahead and toss our names in the hat to make this our show squad for when we're going to go ahead and support them when college hockey comes back? University yes, of Alaska? Two,
2: yeah, I was going to say two things. I didn't know that there was such a thing as University of Alaska. And uh, yeah. two if I can support any team that'll give me some free swag, I'm in. So University of Alaska, boom. Are they called the Huskies? Because if not, <laughs> <I'm> not, <laughs> not a problem. What is yeah. it? Yeah. What is uh, John? If
1: you're still listening, what's the University of Alaska's mascot? I gotta know. Um, all right, Scott. This was a, a great uh, version of Do That Hockey. Thank you very much for your I'm expertise. No,
2: uh, I'm no Todd McVay, but I yeah, try. I, you do
1: your you do what hey, you right. can, man. They say uh, hockey. Let's do that hockey. Thank you for doing that hockey, Scott. Uh, And real quick, everybody, before we get into uh, fire or dumpster fire, we want to give a shout-out to Boss Man Brands. Listen, everybody, whether you are rocking a playoff beard whether you got a quarantine beard or you got that sweet sweet baby face like Drew, our friends at Bossman Brand can help you out from supplements that help your beard grow stronger and fuller to beard oils, pomades, and conditioners. Bossman Brand's four-step process will get your beard looking its absolute best. Even if you don't rock a beard, they've got razors and lotions to make sure your shave is buttery smooth. Head on over to CraftRootSports.com/beard and use the code SPORTS at checkout to get fifteen percent off your entire order. Sell out. All right. Uh, John coming through the Nanooks. That can't be right. That seems that no, seems,
3: you know, what, John, you got work to do. Man. It we expect seems better of you.
1: borderline racist, too. I
3: can't Sea wolves. They're the sea wolves. And I want to be clear. It's the University of Alaska Anchorage.
1: Oh, OK. Well, well, maybe he's right. Campuses. Then look up uh, University of Alaska, then, and see if they're the Nanooks. Uh <laughs> Right. No, I don't want that on my search history. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas, it is time for a, a segment we haven't done in a long time. It is time for Fire or Dumpster Fire. And I feel like we need like some sweet music for this one. Uh, I got some music for this one. There we go. Let's hit this one up. A little, little DDD music for Fire or Dumpster Fire. All right, this week, uh, this segment is where we go through and we look at things that have happened during the week, and we tell you whether or not that was fire or it was absolutely. Holy shit,
3: John's right. Fire. I'm sorry. He, they are actually the Nanooks. Universous Alaska Fairbanks, their their mascot is the Nanooks.
2: <laughs> That'll be the amazing. last time you question John on the show. Thanks. Yeah, do
1: not question John. The man is <laughs> that is the you I shouldn't, the have, I shouldn't I shouldn't Scats. I should not have questioned him. That's my fault for even starting the questioning. Um, all right, fire dumpster fire. Sorry, first dumpster thing, fire, fire. first thing we're getting into this week. Uh, Gordon Hayward popped back up here in this uh, Boston Miami series, and he was looking interesting to say the least. Uh, Gordon Hayward looks like he is going to serve you your next craft beer. Like he looks like he knows a lot about IPAs. Uh, he's first of all, Gordon Hayward, great glow up from this guy. He looks. Way better than he did when he was in college, but I I gotta know, with the tight beard and the rapey-looking mustache, along with the side part, Gordon Hayward's look, fire or dumpster fire? Scott, you
2: go first. Absolute fire, and (laughs) and I'm giving it to him because, seriously, in college he looked like such a little... Like, (laughs) he he looked like he was 12. And seriously, probably until about a week and a half ago when he, you know, grew all this. Do you remember last year, I think it was, or two years ago maybe, when we did that story where uh, he he did the gender reveal for his kid? And oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was totally upset that he was having another daughter. He still looked like a little bitch back then. So I am loving this look. I mean, yeah, it's totally the over the Rhine look. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) <laughs> he, he's definitely going to be breaking down all of the IPAs to you. But it looks good on him. Plus it's in the NBA so it's completely unique. Like if you're going to be a white dude in the NBA and stand out, it's the 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 caveman look is played out, so you might as well go fucking IPA bro. I love it. Fire.
1: Uh all right. Scott says Fire Drew Fire or Dumpster Fire on Gordon Hayward's new look or sort of new look. I don't know. It's not really that new for him, but it's it's newer.
3: Fuck this pussy bitch.
2: <laughs> uh, so I, I
3: believe that'd be one vote for dumpster fire.
2: Uh, fair enough. You wanna care to elaborate? No uh, not, not me good. He good
3: <laughs> Where where'd he go to school?
2: I mean, yeah, F is school. I mean, nobody's co <laughs> oh, fuck it, his- him
3: then, fuck him now. Like, you know, grow up, be a man. Stop getting bitch
1: ass injuries and win some games. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough.
2: He just uh, need to stop being glass. Uh,
1: yeah, he does mm-hmm. need to stop being glass. I'm gonna, uh, as the tiebreaker, I'm gonna say, uh, God, it's so hard. It, I gotta go. I gotta go fire, but just barely because the. The mustache does look a little too rapey to me. No, like It, it doesn't. That's it like,
2: my favorite part.
1: I know it's your favorite part because you've rocked a rapey
2: mustache like this in the past. I love baby. <laughs> look at it. Ned Flanders would be so proud. It <laughs> does look like Ned yeah, but Flanders. do like, you have to... You have to <laughs> To to like couple it with that,
1: ah, just it's, it's all, everything. <laughs> I think okay. Here's what I here's what I don't like about the look. If you're gonna go with the mustache, embrace the mustache, shave the face. Don't go with stubble on the face like that, and then. Bushy mustache, like just shade the face and just accentuate the mustache. That's where I'm not a hundred percent.
2: I mean, that's fine. I, I I can agree with that. It would be better. Make also, let's face it. More.
1: Let's face it. I'm jealous of anybody who has hair like that that they can comb, uh, that they can part Seriously. on the side. I'm very jealous of that. As somebody who is close to my age and still rocking a full head of hair
2: like that. That kind
1: of pisses me off, but I got to give
2: them fire. And real quick to add one last thing, because I said it it was a very unique look in the NBA, and you're already a white guy, so you're already standing out no matter what. Man, I can tell you, I never really played much basketball, but if I'm a black dude in the NBA and that dude's out here balling on me, there's nothing worse than having that fucking guy right there being out here balling on you. So that's why I think it's fire, too, because it'd be like, man, fucking Hayward got me tonight. Look at that motherfucker. It's <laughs> ridiculous, and I got fucking balled on by that motherfucker. <laughs> enough he's white. God damn
3: it. I mean, t- do, do you really think he's actually balling on people like you're trying to say, though? I mean, honestly, though,
2: I mean, if he's sitting there draining threes in your face and you're I, I haven't be really heard shit about
3: Gordon Hayward this 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 offseason or this playoffs. Like, well, he just he just came <laughs> <laughs> back. Oh, he! Oh, he just came back. Good for him. I don't give a shit though. This guy has basically gotten paid a bunch of money to sit on the bench, cut his hair, and not shave his face like he should.
1: Oh, oh good for him. He just came back, Drew. You, your hate is amazing. Save that for for the our favorite segment later on, uh, motherfucker of the week. Cause I feel like Drew's going to be spitting some venom. All right,
3: let's oh, move yeah, on. Fire. i fire. probably going to change and have someone else that I didn't even think about.
1: Let's let's, uh, let's talk Drew's, uh, area uh, of expertise here in the Detroit Tigers, uh, or lions. Oh, God, I screwed it up. It's the They're lions.
2: They're fires.
0: They, they are dumpster fires. Suck. Dumpster so fires.
1: Moving on. All right, now let's talk a specific <laughs> lion. Uh, Carry-on Johnson this week he uh they were playing the Packers and he trolled the Packers obviously empty stadiums surrounding the NFL. Carryon Johnson scored a touchdown and did the Lambo leap into an empty section in uh, Lambo Field that was like actually tarped off. There's no people there anyways, but he did a Lambo leap uh, to taunt the Packers after a touchdown. I like when teams do Lambo leaps uh in green bay i i appreciate that level of troll that they do uh in an empty stadium is a whole different twist so drew let's go to you first uh fire or dumpster fire on the lambo leap into an empty stadium
3: love it absolute fire like <laughs> i'm all about that campfire business you got going on over there to the left like this is amazing and and the best part about it is too is that like Normally, I bet you he would have done this anyways because there'd be like a couple dumbass Lions fans that were in the stands there. And he'd jump up and you get beer poured on him. That was the only thing lacking is I would love to see him like pour beer on the stands or like take a whiz on it to really rub it in their face. But <laughs> no, this is absolutely perfect. This is the level of petty we need right now. And this is what makes this sport great amongst all the others is that, yeah, things are weird right now. They're unprecedented times and all those catch words everyone says. But, like, let's embrace it and make the best of it and give ourselves a release from the stress that everyone's living in. The Lions suck. They're terrible. They're going to lose every game anyways. Might as well have some fun along the way, right? That's
1: a good point. And that's what John says. If you win the game, it's fire. But uh, you lost and you have an 0-2 record, so that's a dumpster fire. Scott, where do you fall on this one? Fire or dumpster fire on the empty stadium Lambo
2: Leap? It's, Drew is 100% correct on this, fuck the Packers, I love anytime anybody <laughs> makes fun of that dumbass Lambo leap. fans or no fans, I am all about people mocking that bullshit, because I just, I hate the Packers, and I hate their fans, so this is fire, but yeah, I mean, you do then also need to finish the job. You got. It, you, you gotta, gotta win game. Like, it is one of those things that gets brought up later. Plus Drew's saying that, oh yeah, these guys embrace it. Yeah, they embrace it and I'm sure that uh, Goodell probably sent him a letter in the mail with a a, a, a fine on there because you know, that's the NFL for you. They, they say, oh yeah, we like this and it's okay again, but the secret Wait, he still one. had his mask on. He had his face covered. Oh no, I mean, they're not worried about that. It's alright. Remember a Todd McVeigh? Come on. <laughs> Remember when they had their crusades against anything fun? Oh, yeah. Celebrating touchdowns? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they were back on that behind the scenes.
1: Uh, I'm going to go fire as well, only because the only other celebration that came about this week was uh, when the Raiders scored and did the hand sanitizer celebration. And since that screwed me in the picks, I hate it, and I never want to see that again. So I am going fire on this one, dumpster fire on the Raiders celebration, although that was
0: pretty
3: sweet. And that's on you for picking a Monday night game. I, come on. Who wants to wait that long?
1: I know. It is on me. And like I said, when when you two both had wins, I was like, well, I lost this one. No no doubt about it. Uh, all right. Let's stick with football yep. here for, for this one, uh, NFL specifically. Uh, Carson Wentz did not have a great game. Uh, Philadelphia struggling to an 0-2 start uh, and this uh, this will lead me into my bet that I have going on with Greg from Sports Dance as well. Uh, but what, what happened this week was amazing because Carson Wentz uh, failed to get a, a first down, convert a first down, and you could hear boos coming through the audio of the game uh, as the Eagles left the field and Twitter just went crazy. Like, our fans that aren't even there booing the Eagles. The Eagles just got booed off the field by nobody. There's nobody in the stands. Uh, So it turns out that the sound guys at Fox did pump booze into the live game feed because they figured that's how Eagles fans would have reacted in the scenario. It happened later in the game too, where the Eagles offense got booed off the field. So uh, Scott, we'll go to you first. Fox pumping in booze uh, in the Philadelphia Eagles game. Fire or dumpster fire?
2: Uh, because it was Fox doing it on the broadcast, it's a dumpster fire. I would have thought it was right up the alley of the Eagles, and I wouldn't have been shocked if their own sound guys in the stadium didn't <laughs> play the boos, because, I mean, it's fucking Philadelphia. They, they threw batteries at Santa Claus, <laughs> goddammit. So... I am well, saying Santa, he doesn't bring presents to adults <laughs> so what why the I, hell not I Being love saying forever and always no I'm saying dumpster fire because Fox doesn't get to make that decision but I, if this had been the sound guys in the Eagle stadium doing it themselves cuz it's like hey this is what the fans would do i'd have been all about that fire but fox doesn't get to make that decision no, <laughs> drew so
1: you're here, shaking here, your head now.
3: yeah here's what it is because you know once again scott is wrong but he should be used to that by now um go ahead cue up that conspiracy theory music for me because i'm about to drop some knowledge on you boys oh Ready for this? oh
1: snap totally. we're, we're going okay hang on hang yeah, on i'll give you a second here to you know kind of kind of vamp you. and figure go it out ahead. all
3: right so go like ahead. here's the reality of the situation right so like let's all be honest here Fox ain't that creative, nor are they that clever, even though they've had plenty of time over the summer to figure this shit out based on the way that, you know, the soccer leagues have been doing it. Because they did that whole we use FIFA's engine to simulate the actual crowd response to things happening in the game so they don't have to manually do it. Well, again, Fox isn't that clever. So what actually had happened was, is that you picked up the real live sound of all of the Philly sports fans booing in Philly, but they couldn't actually admit to that when they were on the air, so they had to blame their sound guys, because then everyone would know that Fox has everyone's house's bug. (laughs) Like, how else do you think they understand how to sell their fake-ass news to everyone so well, to let them know like, no, look, guys, honestly, though, like, cortisone, it's gonna help everything. You should eat it with breakfast every day. Or, like, you know, the apple vinegar. Go ahead and throw it in, you know, in your meals, and it'll help, you know, that arthritis in your knees. So, Fox got bugs in everyone's house, and accidentally the the sound, the overcoming volume of the booze of the Philly fans against that shitty ass Carson Wentz offense overwhelmed their soundboards and snuck into the broadcast. So after the fact, they had to make up some bullshit and be like, "Oh yeah, we were just you know trying to lean into the, the way the game would play out and like hope that that kind of gave a better realism to the game." to make sure people didn't understand that they're in their house they're in their kitchen they're in their bedrooms
2: i'm with jb what (laughs) what hey that that was the worst todd mcveigh impression ever like what
1: i have no idea what the fuck just happened Uh, that was an amazing tangent drew thank you
2: for that bugged us Uh, all
1: Everyone in Philly was actually booing. It
3: accidentally got picked up on the broadcast, and they had to backpedal and make it a shit ass excuse about it.
2: I need to remake my tinfoil helmet for that one. That oh, one, yeah. You're
3: going to need more than that. That one. is You're a like lot a of tinfoil on that shield. one. <laughs>
2: uh, I'm going to go. I told you I was left home alone before
1: the show for like two hours. I had nothing to do but drink. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like you did a little bit more than drink, Drew. I am going to go with fire on this one. Just because. I like when they boo. Uh, I like when they boo. when like Even if it was Fox that did it, the fact that they made the the specific choice to do that, I think that's fantastic. So I am going to go ahead and uh, give this one a, a fire. Uh, it, I do have a bet with Greg from Sports Dance coming up. We, we finally agreed to terms. Thanks to Matt Stanton uh, in the group for coming up with this one. I uh, tweaked it a little bit. So Bengals and, and Eagles are playing this week. If the Bengals win... Greg has to do a shot of hypno, a whippet of cheese whiz, and then a shot of Jaeger. Uh, while he talks about how great the Bengals are and how big of a trash heap the Eagles are, uh, and I have to do the same if the Bengals lose. Yeah, yeah, it's the the old the old hypno cheese whiz Jaeger trifecta. Oh, God, that sounds awful. It sounds terrible. It sounds very terrible. But uh, yeah, so keep an eye on that game and see if uh, you know. Hopefully. The Bengals, I feel like this is Joey going to get his his first dunk. You
3: know what the best part is? I'm pretty sure you didn't mention what happens when you lose.
1: It's the same. Same thing.
3: He did just say that. Same thing. I wasn't paying attention. I was answering comments in there. Um, All right, let's move on. (laughs) Let's
1: move on. You something tonight. The U. The yeah. U uh, <laughs> debuted their new turnover chain uh, for this this season. I didn't realize the turnover chain has changed every year. I haven't been paying attention to the turnover chain, and apparently, it's changed every single year. So this well, is the new U turnover chain. Uh, it's it's shaped like the state of Florida. It's got Miami colors down in uh, in the uh, the Miami area. Got the U just a bedazzled. Uh, it's been getting a little bit of hate because they were like, it looks like a gun. And I'm like, yeah, because Florida kind of looks like a gun. Uh, But, Scott, is the new
2: U turnover chain fire or dumpster fire? Once upon a time, I was all about the U, but what kind of Mark Rick bullshit is this? (laughs) Like... uh, Who paid for this bullshit? I know the athletes didn't because they don't get the money down there, but uh, is it one of those crazy-ass boosters we're going to hear about in in the U Part (laughs) 3 in a couple years? Uh, Get this nonsense out of (laughs) here. The reason you don't know anything about the turnover chain changing is because they're the ones too busy turning the ball over the last few years. Fuck you.
1: That's a good point. So you're going dumpster fire on this one. Drew, fire or dumpster fire on the U's new turnover chain?
3: I'll, I'll go like a residential house trash can fire. Like it's not a full on dumpster fire, but it's it's trash that's on fire. And you know before Scott jumped in with the apropos summation of why Mike hasn't noticed that it's changed, I was going to say, well, you would only notice that this turnover chain changed when Notre Dame played them, and you know Tommy Reese was fumbling the ball over the. That's a good point. So that's good why point. I even noticed, but. I don't know, man. Like, it's just weird. They could do so much better. Like, what's with the, like, the whole, like, orange and green, like, stripe? Like, I understand that's where the U is, but, like, why is it on, like, the bottom half of the state like that? Like, I don't know. There's all those students down there. You mean to tell me they couldn't come up with something better than that design? Like,
1: ugh, Yeah. Yuck. I got to go Dumpster Fire on this one, too. Uh, and after looking back at the other turnover chains, I would—I don't like it uh, better than any of the, the previous turnover chains. So I got to go Dumpster Fire on this one, too. And that actually... Now I, I kind of want to do this, guys, since... Uh uh, since we're talking about all these other ones, but why real don't...
2: quick, you know what they need to focus on? They need to focus on that Florida State Championship <laughs> without are they would be designing this turnover <laughs> chain. Get the get the real title, the
1: Florida State Championship. <laughs> get them state champ rings. Uh, uh, if, they wait, if they wait long enough, Florida
3: State will be all got with the COVID, and, and so they don't have to worry about beating them. And, you know, Florida ain't got no quarterback, so they got that easy. USF, we've all seen just... You just run the ball up the middle against them. So all I have and destroy to worry about their opponent Lane Kiffin down there.
1: Let's, uh, Lane Kiffin's not there anymore, Drew. Uh, all Luke
3: right. Kiffin's Let's do some well, you know, Like I said, I do my <laughs> research, boys. Come on now.
1: Let's do a quick sip, chug, drain pour, uh, for the, the turnover chains in Miami. So, uh, the first turnover chain was the, uh, just the, the U in a very big gold chain. Like it was a, a super big chain, but it was just the U logo. Uh, the next year they, uh, added Sebastian, uh, there, which, you know, it's a duck. Everybody, it's an Ibis. No, it's a duck. Uh, You got a duck, a crusted duck uh, on your turnover chain.
2: (laughs) Crusted.
1: (laughs) Then they move to the 305 area code, which thanks to Pitbull, I know that that's Miami's area code. So 305 became last year's turnover chain. And then this year uh, with the the state of Florida and the U. So, Scott, sip, chug, drain, pour, and you get to pick uh, one of them. You get to do twice. You get to either sip, chug, or drain pour twice since we have four options. Okay, this
2: one's pretty simple. I am drain pouring the 305 and this most recent incarnation. Mm -hmm. Those are both trash as all hell um i am going to sip on the the classic just you with that chunky chain that's straight like 90s style i like that that's something you see like run dmc rocking out here and 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 i'll I'll chug the chug the old you know pelican or whatever the fuck it is that's angry um and i was crusty duck yeah (laughs) they're crusty duck um yeah, I'll 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 chug that because it, it looks it's a really nice design with the diamonds there. But yeah, the, the bottom two are garbage like that. That looks horrible.
1: Drew, uh, do you concur with Scott's sip chug and drain pour for these?
3: Yeah, I think I'm I'm, I'm pretty much on the same page here. Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and drain pour the state of Florida one from this year because it's just uh, it's fugly, man. That thing's a piece of trash. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll chug the, uh, the Pelican or whatever the hell that thing is. Cause like, you know, I got to give credit. Like that's quality, you know, tradesmanship there. There a lot of effort went into that. Uh, it looks like booty, but like, it just, you know, like it's, it's, it is what it is when you do that. No,
2: I was Um, laughing at Chris saying that Todd Kiffin could turn uh, things around. Hey, he probably could. I bet you that. Oh
3: man, he's got a way to, he's got ideas on how to revolutionize that office there. I tell you what, um, I would totally sip the old school you with that fat gold chain. You're absolutely right. But, Scott, the one thing you got wrong is that 305 is what you use to pick up your dog shit in the backyard. Because fuck you, Pitbull.
2: (laughs) I mean, that last part's fair. Fuck Pitbull.
3: Get some talent, or just get out this country, man.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, pour, I'm gonna drain pour. I'm gonna drain pour the the Sebastian and the the most recent iteration. Those are my two drain Sebastian. pours. Yeah, his name Sebastian, I right? right? Yeah. I just forgot. about Yeah, that. it's like, terrible. What the hell? Uh you what guys are Miami you guys fan? are right. You got to sip that original turnover chain because that was what started all of these like yeah, turnover right, things. Like, I
2: thought that that was the only one that they've had. That's like, what forever. I thought too. I, I was surprised.
1: Yeah, so don't even change that up keep that one sipping that one and I'm gonna chug the 305 just because when I think Miami I think that exact thing like just a dude with a a beater on wearing a giant chain that says the area code of the city (laughs) he lives in uh well he just fist pumps down South Beach so yes I'm gonna chug (laughs) the 305 uh JB with the hot take drain pour drain pour drain pour drain (laughs) pour
3: Well, no, obviously, JB. <laughs> obviously, that's the right answer. But you know, you gotta have some, you know, finesse in these kinds of situations.
2: You gotta pick somewhere. You gotta pick. Right? Uh, it's, Are we sure uh, he wasn't talking the about the last four seasons of Michigan
1: football? Damn!
2: Damn.
1: And on that note, uh, let's give a shout out to More Labs. Drew's gonna be taking one of these tonight. Uh, if you. <laughs> Yes, sir. Uh, if you like to booze it up uh, and you need to wake up the next morning, head on over to More Labs. Uh, this is uh, uh, I, I, whatever. Drink one bottle of morning recovery while you're partying and bounce back quickly the next morning, guaranteed. Just go to morelabs.com, use the code SPORTS at checkout for 20% off your non subscription purchase. Sell out- uh, that was uh, also, wrong order on the reads tonight. I'm sorry. Yeah, I apologize. It's
3: fine, whatever. But let's talk about more labs, new flavor in the morning recovery. Yeah. The lemon ginger is solid, man. Like, let me tell you, you can't it, say the G it's, word. it's a world of difference. It works just the same, uh, but it's, it's like a clear, thinner liquid. Uh, the flavor is different. It's not necessarily better. It's just different, but it is again, it it's, it's a thinner one. So I, I think I prefer it a little bit more just because of that. Um, at the end of the day, man, more labs, they'll never lead you astray. I'll tell you that
1: you are the, uh, the more labs aficionado on the show, Drew. Um, so I, I can appreciate hey, your, your input I like on that to make one. Make sure I consume the products that I sell and you consume the shit out of that one. All right, let's talk, you know, it is let's what it is. talk our picks from last week. Uh, Scott on the, uh, the board for the first time uh, he had UCF in this one.
3: Uh, state I,
2: champs, baby. <laughs> reigning,
3: <laughs> reigning state champs, I believe, too.
2: Right? The, still national champs. <laughs> yeah. Undefeated, never lost.
1: <laughs> Undefeated, never lost. Uh, so Scott on the board. He moves to 1-1-1 and on the season after UCF covered their 7.5 points against Georgia Tech. Uh, Drew, Coming up with a big win to take a commanding 2-1 to one after he took Mr. 305 in Miami, who is plus 2.5, and, <laughs> and blew out Louisville, like just crushed him on that one, so good pick on that one, Drew, and I fall to 1-2 and two on the season after I picked New Orleans to cover 5.5 against Vegas, uh, just a terrible showing by Drew Brees, he's washed, fellas, he is
2: terrible, what the I love hell? I Drew Brees, but that's, that's what you get for your horror. Horrible off-season takes about you know mm, that's a good point.
1: Country. You think that's what this is? You think that's uh mm. just oh, uh, yeah yeah, mm, yeah. That's just karma, karma coming back? Mm.
3: Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want me to continue running that route? Or, oh goodness! Was oh. I supposed to go up and
1: try to catch that ball? Oh, oh my bad, man. Drew. So my bad. I yeah, didn't even see him shoot. come through the line at that point. Sorry, I, I should have picked <laughs> that guy yeah. up. My bad. My bad. Uh, so yeah, there there you go. Those are those were the picks last week. Uh, so Scott and I, I think on winning percentage, we're still tied. Although I feel like I'm in third place because I have two losses. You only have one. Drew, commanding give me a two, week. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say that's, that's a, a lot point. of math, man.
3: I was told there'd be no math. <laughs>
1: Uh, so uh, how are you guys feeling as we do this and as I vamp to find the games for this week you feeling good like no, Drew, where's I'm our not, bank account at? Every week, I was I gonna say to we're spread. we're
3: only down. Technically, we're only down uh, two dollars and seventy seven cents on this season. So you know, it could be worse.
1: That's not bad. I mean, the teasers must be helping us. That's got to be the only thing because we've lost. Well,
3: a- yeah. So we we didn't do a teaser this week because it was basically shit as far as the payout. So I didn't I didn't go ahead and play that one. Uh, but yeah, the teaser of the week before actually helped out because with scott and i both pushing we ended up winning a buck 50 somehow i know it was weird but i'm not going to question if they give me money so i love it
1: all right uh scott we'll go to you first pick a number one two or three for this week's games
2: Hmm, i went with one last week and i finally got that dub so i'm gonna stick with it number one
1: Bad choice, my friend, bad choice, because this week, Bengals. the SEC is back. Oh, uh, shit. So you get an SEC game, Scott. This is a battle of top 25 teams. Number 23, UK at number eight, Auburn. Uh this is the an early game. I think they play this one at noon, uh you know, where a normal top twenty-five matchup should be on a Saturday <laughs> in week three. Noon oh, kickoffs. Uh this is uh this is why it's tough here, Scott. Auburn laying ten and a half points. They're ten and a half they're oh, giving fuck. ten and a half in this game.
3: So I'm, I'm gonna just jump in here i have auburn giving seven and a half right yeah now, well so i pulled I these lines told, early i know when you pulled these lines but
1: i uh, pulled them early uh must have uh the betting must have swayed this line a little bit so scott auburn minus minus ten and a half against uk and it's at it's auburn? at auburn which you know they'll probably allow a packed stadium no mask required it's going to be like a normal football game
2: i was gonna say so it's covid <laughs> country um <laughs> Jeez, uh, have either of these teams, what are their records? No o and O, yeah, SEC opener. O o. Okay, all right, so I'm going to go reluctantly with Auburn. I'm going to give those 10. Minus ten and a half. Okay.
1: That's a gutsy Let's I mean, oh, hold see on. Can he buy said I half enough. point isn't No, 10 and that. a half.
2: It's 10, 10 and, and a half. half. Oh, it's 10 and a half? Yeah. No, you know what? For my wife, I'm going to take UK. I'm taking UK. There's no way. There, there's no way that, that cuz that 10 that that half point is what's going to screw me. So I'm going with UK. So
3: like here he, here's the problem in our fun little game here, boys. Uh I cannot buy enough points. <laughs> on That line <laughs> to make it 10 and a half. I can only buy it to 9. <laughs> so I guess Scott, you're only giving nines. Sorry, you're on. Buddy. You're on your own. Uh,
2: well, that, I mean, that's no, no, what no, it I'm is. I'm taking nine. I'm taking nine. Yeah, I'm, Scott's, well,
3: Scott's getting, getting nine. Whatever in, taking. Getting whatever in the yeah, show. Yeah, me. Drew.
2: I, I, I'm on the show. I'm taking ten and a half. Points. We've sure. We've covered this in the past.
1: Drew struggles with this plus and yeah, minus yeah, when it comes to the line.
2: He doesn't understand the opposite.
3: Well, it's not the math. It's it's the seeing what's on the screen and then using my. Eyes, brain, and mouth to communicate to you guys. That's where shit falls down.
1: <laughs> so, so UK, so UK and 10 plus and a half 10 and points, a half. That's what you got. Uh, Drew, pick a number two or three.
3: Uh, two's always done me well, so we'll go with two.
1: Probably shouldn't have done that one, Drew. Well, Big fuck. mistake on that one because after just making fun of me for picking a Monday night game, you now have oh, the God Monday night it. football game. <laughs> and oh, this is not a game I would want to pick. Uh, you've got Kansas City. At Baltimore, Baltimore, a a three-and-a-half-point underdog. The second and third-best quarterbacks in the league behind Joe Burrow. Battle it out, Monday Night Football. Uh, Drew. But the question is, who's two and who's three? Don't matter. Just pick a name out of a hat. They ain't Joe. That's all I know. Uh, Joe is number one, and then who cares after that? Uh, Drew. Kansas City, plus three-and-a-half, or Baltimore? At Baltimore. Uh, I would not want any part. part
2: of that. Nope. Damn it.
1: That's why I loved that he picked this one. Because I was so like, please,
2: nice. somebody take two. I'm, I'm all of a sudden very happy yeah. about my <laughs> 10 and a half points.
3: Yeah, right. Uh, Baltimore, you said Baltimore's giving three and Baltimore's a half. Baltimore's
1: giving three and a half.
3: Oh, man. <sighs> What's that, Cheryl? You got some tips? You got some insight?
2: <laughs> Come Not on now. How- Not How- for you, son. You're <laughs> on your own.
3: <laughs> Is she making some of them flat chocolate chip cookies again?
2: Oh, that's my mom, not my wife. I know, but I thought maybe she taught
3: her
1: the secret recipe. John saying to take Kansas City in this one.
3: I was gonna. I don't know, man. Look, I'm taking the no. I'm taking the Ravens. I feel like they got the better defense. Um, you know, I, I this is I don't oof shit. The three points is tough. Three and a half points. Well, no, I was gonna say the three points is tough, but that half point swings in the favor of I shouldn't take the Ravens. But I'm just not convinced that the Kansas City defense has what they need to stop Baltimore. Uh, I'm I'm feeling like a a twenty a twenty to fourteen game here in Baltimore's favor. So give me Baltimore laying three and a half.
1: You got Patrick Mahomes scoring fourteen points. Have you seen that Baltimore defense? Yeah. Have you seen Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> the dude is a wizard. Like I don't look, understand how he does the look, things man, he does. Here's the
3: thing: you can say this all you want. All this does is make me feel better about my. Players. I mean, that's fair. That's anything. fair because dude was so, down ten
1: in the Super Bowl to uh, to an, an amazing it. San Francisco defense.
3: Yeah, uh, that that great San Francisco team that had all those offensive weapons and a high quality quarterback.
1: Look! Get look! All I know here. is if I ever and and maybe you're right. Maybe the, the correct path is to do the opposite of what I would do. But I feel like if anybody is giving me Patrick Mahomes and points, I am taking that every fucking day. Like there is no way that I turn down Patrick Mahomes and points. Wait,
2: hold on. I thought I thought Baltimore was getting the points.
1: No, Baltimore is giving three and a half. They're three and a half point favorites.
2: What? what right? What? Right. Kansas City is 3-1? the underdog.
1: Right. What? Right. That's what yeah, I'm saying. All right.
2: Drew, you can no longer drink before the show. It is <laughs> That's so the only clearly. thing I've got going for me here. Are you kidding me?
1: It's uh, a ballsy pick. All right, so that uh, leaves me that leaves me with the other top twenty-five matchup uh in college football this weekend, and that is number twenty-two Army at number 14 University of Cincinnati that's right hometown boys Cincinnati number 14 in the country because they haven't really put the Big Ten back in yet once they do UC will be out of the top 25 but number 22 Army who will also be out of the top 25 once they fart, uh, start ranking the, the Big Ten once they fart once they fart ranking them <laughs> <laughs> so a big time top 25 matchup definitely going to have playoff implications in this one uh, UC giving 14 points in this one and Oof. I will take Yeesh. UC to Cover that without a doubt, because all you got to do is get up fourteen to army, and all they're going to do is run their wishbone uh, option uh, offense, and you can just stop them and just continue to score. So I will take UC. Uh, I've learned my lesson supporting
2: our armed forces on the football field this season. I won't let that happen. Again. <laughs> I, <laughs> I wonder has a fucking navy
1: has army practice tackling. I don't know.
0: That's I wouldn't pick
2: them. <laughs>
1: bastards <laughs> uh so there you go those are our picks for this week uh to recap oh, wait, wait. sorry yeah okay
3: yeah, go ahead do the recap yeah I to recap to scott
1: has uh number 23 kentucky plus plus ten and a half at auburn drew is taking the ravens for some reason minus three and a half <laughs> against the chiefs and i've got U C minus fourteen against Army. Lock them in, Damn. fellas. Those are the bets this week. That's what we got for you. Uh, I'm interested Dude, all our to see. lines
3: him. are off here. I got to tell you that right now.
1: All I'm excited for is Drew to pick up his second loss of the season. That's all I'm really excited. I don't care Dude, what happens look, in my I, you game. Know what?
3: Here's, here's the thing, y'all can be. You can say whatever shit you want, but I just did some quick research. The Sharks are on my side on this one. I'm going to tell you right now, they are on my side. They're all laying the money on the Ravens. So say what you want. We'll see how it plays out. The real question is, boys, do we do the teaser on this?
1: What's, uh, how do we, what's the tease? How do we get the, the what teaser? Tease? And again,
3: our lines are already adjusted because Bovada is not quite matching up with, uh, wherever you pull your lines from. But so Scott is the way we're putting the money down. Scott is taking Kentucky plus nine. I'm giving two and a half with the Ravens and, Sherm's giving thirteen with Cincinnati. The teaser, if Firefox would fucking scroll, the <laughs> teaser would be uh, what is that? Kentucky Kentucky getting thirteen and a half. I'll take the, that th- yeah, right. The Ravens giving or get or sorry, Kentucky getting thirteen and a half, the Ravens getting three, and Cincinnati only giving seven and a half. And the way that that works out is a two bucks wins a three bucks payout. So eh, it doesn't really feel that great.
1: Yeah, I don't like it. Also, that's a a lot for the the dude that came up with Todd McVay earlier, and then (laughs) uh, and then picked the Ravens to cover minus three and a half against the Chiefs for you to go all Rain Man on us with these
3: numbers falling right in line with the Vegas Sharks. That's fine, whatever. Do you want me to come at you, stats? Because I got him over here. Because while you were picking your shitty college football pick, (laughs) I went and dug up some actual information here that just further backs up my point of why. I mean, the Ravens are a minus 180 in the money line, first of all. So actually, I'm getting a discount in terms of giving the spread. So you know what? Fuck off. You know what you're talking about. <laughs> I may be drunk, but I know math. I just don't know how to talk about it
2: sometimes. Didn't you five minutes ago say I have Not told a math? Yeah, yeah. Math is I really hard. Uh, you know
1: what? Stand this seems... This seems like a perfect time, fellas, for uh, bringing back a, a very fan favorite segment. Are you going to so bring it, Brack? We're going to bring this one, bring Brack. It back. Let's bring, bring this back, one, baby. Brack, everybody. Motherfucker, 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 motherfuck- motherfuck- motherfuck-
0: motherfuck-
1: what? Who motherfucker you? It's time for motherfucker of the week. This is the segment where we find the somebody best that drop
2: and uh, sports entertainment. I
1: love it. I it's my favorite thing I've ever done for this show. Is that drop right there? Uh, so let's go around and we'll do our motherfuckers of the week. Uh... Drew, why don't you go first since you're already fired up? Who's your motherfucker of the week?
3: Oh man. Oh, this, this one is this one's less of me being angry about someone, but more of just laughing in the face of some dumbass motherfucker. So, like, uh, what was it? Did anyone watch the Oklahoma State Tulsa game this weekend?
1: I did not, no.
3: You did not. Well, that's unfortunate, but at the same time very true because uh some idiot <laughs> some idiot bet forty grand. On the over, at uh, I want to say
1: it was sixty three points. Wow. Well, I mean, in fairness, it's always safe to bet the over in a Big Twelve game, right?
3: Yeah, it, it, like you should it, always it bet is, the over. except for when the game ends seventeen to six or whatever Eek! it was. Yikes. Like it was one of those situations where. My God, and and the thing is, is like this was obviously a professional gambler because you don't go that heavy otherwise on that fucking game. But like, man, how disconnected do you have to be to lay that that action? The over, yeah, that's right, that's what it was. It was over sixty six, and the game ended. I believe it was seventeen to six.
1: Man, I
3: mean, dude, I get that's it. That's brutal. It's the Big Twelve. It's there ain't no defense played or whatever, but like, come on, bro. Like you've seen how this college season's played out. You've seen offense does our disarray like
1: 66 points. Get the
3: hell out of here.
1: I would have taken it just because it's Big Twelve. Like that seems like the smart bet at that point. You would have taken it forty grand worth. No, well, I don't take anything forty grand worth. I don't have forty. Would
2: you? All right,
3: let's go back this. Let's walk it back. Wait, hang on a second, hang
1: on, because I feel like if you can bet forty grand on anything, that's like me throwing down ten bucks. Like that's essentially if you've got forty grand to throw down. That's what I
3: was going to get to. So would you put down? All right, let's do it. Yes, I would put ten dollars on an over. Uh, would you put forty dollars down on that sixty six point over?
1: Yes, if I was in Vegas and I saw that, I'd be like, sure, I'll I I would put forty on that.
3: Well, you're just as big an idiot as this guy, apparently, so
1: <laughs> also Sorry, Cheryl, Alex. Cheryl said you uh that Scott is the motherfucker of the week. Uh there you go. So
2: Scott, who's your motherfucker? Did you of the the week? Her birthday. No, apparently she got upset uh, because I said the whole not supporting our armed forces and on the football field, and I stand by it. I mean, I support them.
3: They all. lost you money, like I get
0: I it. Know, support, it support it is, them on man. the battlefield, like, but fuck yeah, them on exactly. the football
2: field. I gotta, gotta step put their my damn game up. On that. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Shit. They didn't practice
2: tackling. No reason. Reason. What, the, what the shit is that? By the way, Tampa Bay is up three to
1: one. Damn! Yeah, can we get a red yeah. score? Can we get a Can we get a check in there? six some... to one. Oh. oh boys, the Reds are going to the playoffs. The Mike Reds are going to be in the playoffs. Can you believe Wait, that? So what actually has to
3: happen for the Reds to go to the playoffs at this point?
1: At this point, um, this was a big series because the Brewers were also in shouting distance of this other wild card. So beating them in this series is huge. It knocks them down. The fact that the the Phillies have collapsed helps immensely. So as long Fuck as the, the Reds as long as the Reds don't get swept uh, in the weekend series coming up against uh, the Twins, and as long as the Giants don't, like, sweep their series, they should be set. They should be in. Actually, at this point, the Reds might have the first wild card, and they may be threatening St. Louis for that uh, number 2 spot in the NL Central. We might end up with four. We'll get to that and stick to sports. We'll talk about <laughs> that and stick to We're talking motherfuckers of the week. We're not talking sports right now, fellas. Come on. Uh, don't derail me at this point. Scott, who is your motherfucker of the week?
2: This one is a no brainer. My motherfucker of the week is Tony Todd. And you're probably asking yourself who the fuck? Todd McVeigh? Tony Todd Todd (laughs) McVeigh? <laughs> yes,
3: Tony Todd He's a cool dude, man. Why are you, why are you talking shit?
2: Uh, th- this dude, once upon a time, was in Little Big League, which is not Rookie of the Year. So if you remember <laughs> Rookie of the Year with Henry Rowan Gardner and the Cubs, there was also a movie that came out like virtually the same time that everybody forgets called Little Big League. And you know, dude played for the Twins or he managed the kid the owned League. the Twins or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he fell into ownership and managed the Twins, whatever. Either way, it was the forgotten of the two movies and way less popular, so nobody remember that. I think that's the movie tagline. It's Little Big League,
1: not Rookie of the Year. That's how they <laughs> right. that was on the movie poster. <laughs>
2: I, mean, I remember watching because also you had Angels in the Outfield. Oh, and, you know, so it's like so it was
1: good. It was just another baseball movie that happened to happen with. King Hang on, Red. before you yeah. tell us about Tony Todd McVeigh, Angels in the Outfield. Little Big League, sip, chug, drain, pour. <laughs> yes, Angels in the outfield. Little Big League rookie of the year. Sip, chug, drain, pour.
2: Drain pouring. Uh, little Big League. Clearly, I just yeah. said that. Uh, I'm chugging Angels in the outfield, and I'm <sighs> sipping on that Henry Rowan Gardner fastball, baby. I mean, that's an all time. Drew,
1: classic. you agree with that? Sip, chug, drain, pour. What? Uh,
2: no, I would.
3: Uh, I would drain pour Angels in the outfield because uh, what's his name?
1: You Professor. drain pouring
3: Danza. Yeah, you can't drain poor Danza. No, he just—he irritated me, and that stupid ass kid. Was and it had... like, Let me come out of the dugout and flap my wings and call. That stupid ass like, kid. You mean Jason
1: Gordon Levitt? You know put some respect on his
3: name.
2: I was just gonna say, how okay, you gonna do JGL like that? Who it
3: is? I mean, that's the dumbest fucking thing. And Danny
2: fucking Glover. You get this dude out of here. Dude, you gotta stop drinking. Dude, I
3: will be honest. I ain't disrespecting Danny Glover. Just all those other idiots in that film.
2: <laughs> those other idiots the boss and jgl mm, okay cool
3: yeah jgl It's like an eight-year-old he wasn't great <laughs> i expect a lot more out of him i've seen what he's grown to and that's what he gave me at that age step it up son was the
1: was the was the foster mom in that movie was that the pigeon lady from home alone 2 is that the uh, same lady? Ooh, I don't know. I'd have to go. I'm going to have to look like this one up. I feel, like I feel like it's the same lady because I feel like she is. had like an Irish accent. I'm thinking I'm thinking it's the same lady, but there is I've no way the
2: Irish accent, but I don't remember it being the same. Lady. Oh, How about, about the angels name. in
3: the outfield. i right.
2: Yeah yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. The foster mom from angels in the outfield, by the way. So you're you're way off. Drew. We got to we got to cut you off on this one. So, Scott, I'm close. Well, now with you're going
3: to you. cut me off. <laughs>
1: I'm close with you on this one, Scott. I am also going to drain poor Little Big League, uh, but I have to sip Angels in the outfield for all of the aforementioned people that you you said are in this movie. That's Uh, fair. And then I'm going to chug uh, Rookie of the Year, mainly because it's an NL Central rival, and you know I don't want to see the Cubs do well.
2: (laughs) I mean, this was before the Cubs ever did anything well other than lose. Literally the
3: worst. (laughs)
2: I'm the worst. Why am I the worst? No, Tony Todd is the worst. We were talking about yes, Tony okay, yes, a, Tony you're Todd. You in
3: a real world like divisional rivalry to this. Hell stuff. yes.
1: Wait, hang on, hang on. No, don't try to put this on me, Drew. Because you got. Are you telling me if there was a movie about Clemson where there was a, a like. It was about the Clemson Tigers. You wouldn't want to see them lose. You wouldn't hate that movie just to hate on Bill Sweeney.
2: I don't even need to go that far. This motherfucker thinks Rudy's a good movie, and we all know why.
1: I mean... It's
2: a classic movie that that makes you (laughs) cry. Who are you you trying to bait here?
1: Yeah, you baited both of us. That was not cool. That's not a cool plan. I
3: pulled the pin and walked away,
2: you sons of bitches.
3: I guess same wise, Ganji kind of fucked it all up later in his life when he played in those terrible films, but like he was solid and Rudy. What's
1: your deal, bro? Uh, all right, Scott, tell us about Tony Todd McVeigh.
3: Also, she was the pigeon lady. <laughs>
2: yeah. <I was laughs> right. Pigeon lady. Nailed it. <laughs> yes. Oh, totally redeemed awesome. himself. Anyway, Tony Todd played the second baseman in Little Big League, and nobody cares about any of that shit because this failed actor that you've never heard of ever since had a motherfucking autographed bat by the one and only Michael Jordan in the trunk of his car for 13 years. (laughs) This dude stumbled upon a Michael Jordan autographed bat in the trunk of his car After 13 years, oh, oh, I just forgot I had this bat in my trunk. Not a closet, not an attic. The trunk of your car. Like, Who the hell leaves something and doesn't open up their trunk for 13 fucking years? What an asshole. I am. Uh, He's the motherfucker of 2020. When
1: that story came out, I was blown away because of that. Like, uh, and then the other thing about this was his car was recently redone for like some reality show that didn't involve exhibit redoing sh- uh, cars, which I was confused. I didn't think <laughs> he that wasn't existed. Getting his ride pimp Yeah, it was not. Yeah, it so was why not are we pim- watching that show. Right? right, like they didn't put an aquarium in his trunk, which then he would have found the back because they were like, "By the way, we got this aquarium back here." He's like, "Cool, I can feed fish now, I guess, while I'm driving." Uh, but. Uh, <laughs> like they redid his so they didn't touch his trunk. Like how do you not clear out your trunk before they redo your car for a show that like Charlie Sheen's involved in? He also is like a childhood friend of Charlie Sheen, so that kinda explains a little bit. Look,
2: I'm not on. in Dude, the probably mafia. Sir, I'm not... Probably
1: does a lot of coke. Yeah. yeah.
2: I, I'm not in the mafia, so I'm not going to my trunk that often, but I mean once in thirteen years is absurd. Like how do you what are you doing for groceries? You just
1: <laughs>
3: uh, yeah, like I feel like I go to my trunk maybe like once every thirteen days, either to like throw my dog back there or like pump a tire or two or you know something I mean what the fuck
2: <gasps> anything once
3: right in and like how would absurd. you even just once every 13 weeks not be in your trunk and glance and Be like why is
2: there a baseball bat in here he must have right. had
0: multiple Someone baseball
2: bats me? that's the
1: only explanation is that he's got tons of baseball oh, bats back got there this
2: trunk full of autographed bats oh all this oh,
1: memorabilia one was autographed by Michael Jordan whoops and then when he finds it he just decides to Sell it like you just put it on auction. Uh, that dude's he's trash, man. Also, I'm not going to stand for this Rudy slander in the comment section here. People <laughs> biscuit really and sucks. Cheryl uh, slandering the good name of Rudy Rudiger. Um, also, JB, uh, John, making the great point. Uh, they could have made Rookie of the Year better if the pitching coach was Rob Riggle. Thank you for the Rob Riggle reference for the show. (laughs) Thank you, John. I appreciate you. All right, here's my Motherfucker of the Week. Uh, My Motherfucker of the Week is Diego Mentrida. You guys guys know about Diego? You guys heard about him, right? Motherfucker, right? Diego? Uh, This (laughs) dude was a triathlete or is a triathlete. Uh, He was going to the finish line he was behind this British runner, uh, and at the finish Is he line wearing a
2: stepsister
1: no, surprisingly oh, no uh, yeah it 's very strange, uh, but Diego was near the finish line. Uh, a British athlete, James Teagle, was ahead of him. Teagle got turned around somehow, made a, a like he started going backwards, and then Diego realized that if he didn't make this mistake, uh, he would have beaten him. So Diego stopped at the finish line and let James Teagle finish ahead of him. What a and ass. everybody is praising him for his amazing. Ooh, ooh. Yes, he's, he's just the greatest sportsman that this world has ever seen. Here's why I'm pissed off about this. It was for third place. This wasn't like he stopped the win. He just stopped his third place. And then the, they were like, you know what? We'll go ahead and give you the third place prize money anyways, which was like 300 bucks. So it's kind of garbage that they did this. But, like, everybody's blown it up like it's such a great show of sportsmanship, but I I have to wonder if he would have won in this case. Would he have done it? And I will say no. I don't think he would have. I think he would have crossed the finish line and screwed over the British guy for turning the wrong way. Sorry, you're you're bad. You lost. uh, Sucks to be you. But because it was only third place, he was like, all right, I'll stand here. I'm going to look good. People are going to know my name, Diego Mentrida, and then I'm going to look great. And maybe they'll give me the prize money anyways. Bullshit. Bullshit. This is a motherfucker. See
3: here's here's the the real problem is this dude needs to understand that the British should be used to losing things by now. I mean they lost the last couple of world wars. Like what have they won recently that actually mattered? The,
2: The British were on the winning side.
3: No, we saved their ass. They were basically a sixth man, if anything.
2: <laughs> but they, they still were on the winning team, though. Like,
3: Congratulations. Great. Like Rudy was on the winning team, but apparently he's a piece of dog shit. So look, like, how does that not apply to the No, British? I mean,
2: that's just the movie. Not, not, you know.
1: not the person?
3: Look, oh, man. So that,
2: look, man, even the last the guy on the bench gets cool, the ring.
1: Man. Even the last guy on the bench gets the ring. Like, everybody's getting yeah, that ring, yeah. so... Even J.R. Smith is getting a ring this year.
3: Uh, well, uh, J.R. Smith.
2: <laughs> Guys, we're yeah, running. I mean, the, the British were, were just like LeBron. They were like, I can't do this by myself. I got to get somebody else's help. They lost yeah. those first couple of titles, and then they joined up. They, they, they teamed up, and they're like, all right, got this dub, got this ring.
3: You I mean they're more like Chris Bosh maybe then?
2: Mm, LeBron.
1: Guys, we gotta stick to sports. Would you just stick to sports? It is yeah, we really time.
3: Probably should at this point.
1: I mean, it is time to stick to sports. Wait, Tyson is saying Tony Todd was in Candyman. Can you verify that? I don't know. No, if no, no,
2: yeah, there, there, it's a different Tony Todd, not the same Tony Todd. Oh, okay. This yeah, is Tony no, Todd no, no. McShay. Yeah. I mean, McVay, it specifically stated that in the article. It was like, yeah, not that Tony Todd, not the Tony Todd that you actually have heard. Of. I love when articles <laughs> say that when they're like, not that one, uh,
1: not that the yet. other one that I swear to God, that's one. that's a segment I want to do where we get somebody on this that we interview where we're like, guys, we're interviewing Tom Brady this week. And then the whole name of the segment is no, not that Dude, one. And we just been, interview been talking about
3: that forever. And we I know still haven't been able to find any of those other people people willing to waste their time with us.
1: I know. It's so disappointing. All right, guys, stick to sports. Let's stick to sports. We're running out of time here. Uh, Football. Notre Dame had to cancel this week's game because of uh, seven positive COVID tests. Crazy,
2: right? No, I called this forever ago.
3: I just want to know if it was like the hot sorority or just a kegger.
2: Uh, probably just the Kegger.
1: Uh, there were tons of injuries this past week in the NFL. Does this mean we're going to be screwed and we have to see all four preseason games for from now till eternity?
2: Nah, maybe two. Yeah. No, I don't think it had anything to do with not having preseason. It's just a shitty year.
3: Ooh, I disagree with that, honestly, man. I think having some real live game action would have helped with. No, some the of this. T-
2: the turf monsters got all these guys. A lot of like, turf monsters. All of the, the, nin- tur- the all of the Niners got killed like
3: but three the- different stadiums. I don't know about. Well, that
1: considering dude. the Niners accounted for like sixty-two percent of the injuries. <laughs> yeah. Well,
3: that's because um, they're
1: a bunch of soft San Francisco pussies. You son of a bitch. <laughs>
3: I see it, bro.
1: Bitch. Uh, basketball, guys. Basketball. Eastern Conference Finals happening tonight. Miami leading 2 1. Uh, how you feeling about that series? Miami or Boston? Miami uh, leads Miami right now. all
2: the way, just like we said before. Just like that dude called, you know, right after they were about to be in the uh, conference finals. <laughs> right. that, that, yeah. that hot, yeah. spicy take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: way back two weeks ago. Super spicy. Uh, the Lakers dropped game three in the Western Conference Finals, but they still lead two to one. Do you think the Nuggets have another uh, comeback in them in the, in the Western Conference nope. Finals, or is the Cinderella nope. slipper falling off?
3: No. Nope. Yeah, Lakers I'm in surprised. five.
1: I'm surprised it stayed on this long.
3: Lakers Nuggets in five, Heat room. and six. Like, let's just come on.
1: Get on to the next. <laughs> get on. Uh, is that the, People are going to be really pissed. It right? would be
2: poetic justice, though, if... And LeBron out in L.A. lost to Miami in the finals. It would be be pretty sad. That would be fantastic, though. I'd love to see that. that. Either way. Some of Pat Riley would be going nuts.
3: <laughs> Dude, I think
2: I think Miami
3: could give him a game too,
2: honestly. Oh, no, I no. Think I they think could. they can definitely make it a series, yeah. but I
3: would say Lakers and six
2: probably.
1: Miami has lost like twice in these playoffs. It's unreal what this team is doing in the playoffs. So, yes, I would not uh, it, it's not a foregone conclusion that the Lakers would win. Baseball real quick. Uh, the AL playoff picture pretty much set. You got three teams from the AL Central that have clinched uh, and are in the playoffs. And it's very possible that four teams from the NL Central make it. What the hell is happening in the Central Division, Scott? No clue. But the
2: Braves are in. So I don't give a shit.
3: Yeah, you're you're good. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tigers and <in> four. <laughs>
2: Wait for uh, real though. I tweeted wait, this is out. That,
1: is that how that goes? Yeah, that's how this goes. I tweeted oh, okay, this. Cool. I tweeted this out from our account earlier. If you're the Pirates or the Pirates fans, do you feel like complete dog shit looking up yes. and seeing that four, like potentially everybody else in your division makes the playoffs
2: except for you? Like all you Ugh. had to do was wake up a couple more times and you'd be <laughs> in for everybody <laughs> but you. That that's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously,
3: that's uh, awful. Well, but the, the the pirates they had to, you know, let the blue jays use their stadium, right? Or no, or, you know, no, the they blue didn't jays end up doing no. Uh, the, yeah, Pittsburgh. Uh, dang, so they didn't Pennsylvania have said no. Oh, shucks. Nope. Maybe shucks, it maybe just it sucks being in Pittsburgh.
2: Very. I think that's the best. uh I mean, they've got Super Bowls and Stanley Cups. They'll be fine. Yeah, no they one's could. paying
3: attention to their baseball team. Let's be honest. <laughs>
2: it's true. <laughs> Guys, thanks
1: for sticking to sports. This is Last Call, brought to you by Dugout Mugs. Look, the playoffs are just about here, and the Reds are going to be in it. Uh, so if you want to celebrate, head on over to Dugout Mugs. Uh, .com slash craft It's it's almost over. Baseball season's almost over. There's only one way that every baseball fan should be enjoying their beer, and that's from a dugout mugs baseball bat mug. Head on over to dugoutmugs.com/slash/craft to get 15% off your order. All of your favorite teams, customizable designs, wine glasses made from bats, bat shot glasses, and bottle openers made from baseballs. Hit them up. Dugoutmugs.com/slash/craft. Uh, all right, fellas. This week uh, we had some some pretty solid beers uh, that that we were drinking. Uh, Scott, would you have in in your mug this week?
2: Gunner's daughter milk Sout Soute that Sout. that milk Sout Ooh, gotta Sout. love them Souts Me and Todd Tasty. McVeigh pouring back these Souts baby. <laughs> uh, we were
1: yeah, rating Todd. these. We were rating these on the wrestling tag team scale from Spirit Squad all the way up to Road Warriors or Legion of Doom, depending on how you want to name that tag team. Uh, where's
2: this one fall for you, Scott? Uh, I told you I'm doing my own scale because I don't like ours, so I'm doing the Attitude Era. And if I started out at Rock and Sock, which was a little bit skeptical at the beginning. This went all the way up to the top of my scale with Oh, you didn't know? Yo, I better call somebody Damn. with the new age outlaws. This beer knocks it out of the park flavor-wise. A uh, little light on the alcohol, but do not care. Peanut butter for days. Pick this one up if you love peanut butter and chocolate. All of it.
3: just spewed all over the seat. Sp-
1: I spit beer. That, there was definitely so, some spitage happening because we don't have COVID. Yeah, there was there was some spittage happening there yeah. uh, for <laughs> (laughs) the New Age Outlaw call out. Uh, Drew, what were you drinking? Uh,
3: I was drinking Keep It from uh, Anchorage, Alaska Brewing Company, also known as uh, home of the cheap hockey sweaters. If you want to use (laughs) the link posted in the chat to get 50% off, support universities way up in the frozen Northwest that no one cares about. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say this is Los Guerrero center scale because, you know, it was good. It was fun, but it was over almost too quickly. Uh, Had a lot of flair, very, you know, showy, colorful, canned, but really not a lot of substance that make me remember it for much longer than, you know, I don't know, the next 20 minutes. Are
2: are you talking about Eddie and, and, and his nephew? Yes. Oh, man, I actually like that tag team. That's a little rough. Oh, yeah, and I
1: like him, too. But again, it's
3: like, oh, cool, Los Carreros are on TV tonight. And then, like, the next day, your friend would be like, hey, how'd you like the show last night? And you wouldn't even talk about him.
2: Yeah, that's right. You did forget that that match happened. it
3: kind of, like, came and went quick.
1: I did love Eddie cheating to win, baby. Drew, who at the beginning of the show was struggling to get a Bleacher Report article loaded so that he can name a tag team. (laughs) And he just pulled pulled one out out of the depth. Los Carreros for this one. Well done, Drew. Well done. Done. How badly did you have to Google to bring that
3: source one from the same article?
2: <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds accurate. Just <laughs> that was a, a little bit farther. It's <laughs> like, oh, I know that guy, too. That is a I deep dive, man. I completely uh, you know, forgot about Los Guerreros. Uh,
1: I was drinking Bases Loaded, a Kolsch from Jagged Mountain Brewing out in Colorado. Um, I got to put this one at the Rockers uh Marty Jannetty Shawn Michaels that old school tag team cuz it just you know it was okay uh, it wasn't great also like i you know the the rockers were they were okay as a tag team they wore cool uh, things around their biceps. They had like the, the the weird ties around their biceps. But at the end of the day, Marty Janetti turned out to be killing people, and Shawn Michaels didn't get good until he joined DX. So, like, I, mean, I gotta be like, as a tag team, they weren't that exciting. And that's kind of how I feel about this beer. Uh, it just wasn't going on there, though. It wasn't that great. There was a lot going on there. Uh, so this has been last call. Brought to you again by Dugout Mugs. Dugoutmugs dot slash craft for fifteen percent off that order. Sell out. All right, fellas, this has been a damn fine debut for Belly Up Sports. I think. Do you
3: yeah,
2: think they, they haven't canceled us yet. That's definitely a plus. We don't seriously. The show's not over, that. so they might still pull the plug. Oh shit! Yeah, I don't know if I don't, and they I can't close say the they, email account.
1: I can't say they haven't canceled us. There's a very there's a very real possibility that we got canceled twenty minutes ago. At I'm least sure. <laughs> that would be on brand. Yeah, that would yes. be very on brand, but in, in all seriousness, thank you to belly up sports uh, for, for welcoming us into the network. We're super excited for those of you that subscribe yeah. to the podcast. Nothing should change. Everything should be fine. Uh, we are just uh, figuring out a way to stream with belly up and uh, you, hopefully you'll just be able to find this live show in more places than you were able to last week. Uh, so that's what we're looking for on our side. So thank you to belly up sports. Go check them up. Uh, check them out. bellyupsports.com. They got tons of cool articles. There are a lot of great podcasts on the network. Be sure to support them. Subscribe. Uh, and
2: it was started by two Toledo fellows.
1: Yes. Uh Toledo. Let's not forget the yes. most important yeah. part.
2: <laughs> shout out to the shout out to the four one nine. I guess I gotta be yeah. like Miami, right? I gotta get yeah, my four one nine. Can we get a four one nine chain? Let's do it. I gotta Let's, do that. Ooh,
3: but what kind of bird would it be? <laughs>
2: mm, it would be one that was dead. <laughs> just, just pick a dead one. S- semi
0: ride,
1: <laughs> uh, Sebastian the dead bird. Four one nine. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We appreciate all the shares, all the comments. It's it's been a lot of fun tonight. Be sure to tune in every Wednesday night right here on Facebook, uh, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, we are live every Wednesday at 8 p.m. So throw us a like on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Crafty Sports. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. We're everywhere, dude. It, we're even now. If you ask Alexa, like Alexa, play Crafty Sports, oh, she's gonna dangerous. play the latest, uh, the latest episode. Like that's.
2: I have a love-hate relationship with Alexa. She we loves are my wife, but she hates me.
1: We are ubiquitous, you know, fellas. Bitch, that's why. Uh,
3: wow,
2: that's probably
3: what it is.
1: Yeah, she is racist. I'm going with that. Probably are you? Were you saying wow because I used ubiquitous to end the show?
2: No, Whoa. I thought I thought it was because Drew said that I was a bitch. Oh no, 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 oh, Alexa, Alexa is. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, cool, sorry, cool, Scott. Cool, no, cool, Alexa's
3: cool. a bitch. Yeah, she doesn't she know when you're trying to talk to her, but then she chimes in all the time when she's not involved in the conversation.
2: Well, she uh, she also like will say have a good day, Cheryl, and she don't say nothing to me. I'd be like, hey, Alexa, uh, can I get the weather? And i will be like, mm. maybe. <laughs> Fuck you, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look outside. Oh, she just she just heard me. She's talking <laughs> shit from across the room.
1: Like, <laughs> I was like, look outside, bitch. And then it ends. You know what, Scott? You,
3: know you need to just tell her that you'll see her next Tuesday.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate it. Subscribe, rate, and review everywhere. We'll see you guys all next week. Cheers, everybody. Peace, we out. Go Stars.
0: Oh, you motherfucker.